3: connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of smoke audio connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything tt
2: step into the world of power loyalty
1: You're just not using enough. You're listening to SoftWeb Radio, special operations military news, and straight talk with the guys in the community.
2: So then at that point, you said there was some type of like, tell me more about this with the prosecutor.
5: Okay, right. So as I mentioned, the AUSA had met with the warrant officer who had arrived the night before. Now I didn't get to talk to the U.S. attorney about this, so and he, we had just learned this. I mean, literally the day before the trial was about to end. So the next day when the, we went to court, I, I didn't have a chance to talk to the United States attorney, and he just said to me, "What do you see? What happens?" And I'm going like, "Whoa! What do you mean? What? What do I see?" You know? He said he just sort of winked at me and says, "What do you see?" So. He sits down, and the U.S. attorney uh, says, uh, "Your Honor, I'd like to call a witness." Now, at this late stage of a of a trial, Rad, you're really not permitted to put a witness uh-huh. on without telling the defense what it's about. And the only reason you can do something like that is when you're rebutting something. And so, when the defense objected to this witness who whoever he was and the judge asked, well who
2: is this right away right away huh they're like object we object they're like no
5: right you can't we don't know who this is you know you didn't tell us and he tells the judge the us attorney says uh, your honor this is a rebuttal witness to sergeant lindsay's military records so the judge says i'll allow it uh, you know overruled so he says but let's get to it so he calls up the warrant officer, the chief warrant officer, and he walks up and he's in full uniform and he sits down and he, and he the U S attorney asks him, okay, can you tell us who you are and things like that? So on this final morning, you know, McCann is going to put this rebuttal guy on and to counter Lindsay's PTSD sort of claims. The defense, you know, objected, like I said, and. Tom, he says, well, introduce yourself and tell us who you are. So he says, my name is Thomas Piotti. I'm the chief warrant officer in the U.S. Army, and I am the chief of the authorization section for the Department of the Army awards branch in Washington, D.C. He says, my job is to adjudicate claims for awards dating back to the Civil War. And he says, I prepare and distribute next of kin posthumous awards and people killed in action. And I also review cases of fraud. So, Rad, then in like a swift, you know, just a stunning series of answers, uh, Piotti proves one by one, Lindsay's medals are fraudulent. And he explains with, you know, the detail of of how he had searched the National Archives. Right.
2: Wow. Wow. It's just unbelievable as he starts to tell. And I'll tell you, it's amazing that this has gotten so – he like – I mean, just the way that he—this is crazy. Because you're sitting here putting Rambo on the yep. stand, right? And you're having self doubts, and and you're sitting here thinking, "Who am I?" Well, the judge is 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 accosting you. The judge is in the chambers, like, "Dude, right. I'm a Marine. Do you see this behind me?" And you're just like, "Oh, what? My career?" <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, saying, it, it felt that way. So the warrant officer's trying—he's disputing each of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I bet the world felt against you Uh, because and here comes the warrant officer, full regalia, full uniform. And he's like, I got something to tell you on the stand about each one of his certificates. What did he say? He starts going through each one. So first he started with the POW. He says,
5: Piatti search. He says, I searched the records, both classified, unclassified war records for the name of David James Lindsay. He said, I found no record of lindsay ever being a pow he said his claims of being a pow is fraudulent number 1 that's one number 2 he says that piatti says he's what a claim yeah so his pow thing is just right right then Jeez. Um, piatti says he searched the uh, lindsay's claim of a
2: yeah gone so his credibility's got to be out the window it, right there. It, it's
5: it's headed that way, man. So it's it's uh but it's when these other things start all of these are culminating in this yeah, it sounds this like whole it. series of of them. So he says, "I searched uh for a bronze star with a V device claimed by Lindsay on general order 1095 on 4 February 1970." He said he found Lindsay uh, Patty Piati said he found the general order 1095 with 14 Bronze Stars names, but none of the names was David Lindsay. He said, this claim for a Bronze Star with a V device is fraudulent. He says, then he goes to the next one. Piatti says, uh, I searched general order number 5642 for Lindsay claim for an Army commendation medal for, for a v with a V device on 26 February 1970. Says, I found the, the general order 5642, which was awarded on army commendation medal to two other individuals, not David Lindsay. This medal is fraudulent. So he, he just continues to go down the list. Of- wow.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. D D W Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
5: He finally got to the Navy, goes back to the Navy, says the specific medals that were claimed on his Navy records were the Navy Cross claimed by Lindsay on 23. 23- 24 December 1965. Silver Star claimed by Lindsay on 16 October 1965. He says uh, the Bronze Star for Valor claimed by Lindsay on 11 November 1965. The Navy Marine Corps Medal claimed on 27 July 1958. And three Purple Hearts claimed by Lindsay while he was in the Marine Corps. He said piatti searched all the records. And he says not none of them were issued to Sergeant Lindsay and all of these medals were fraudulent. So so he went through this whole list and he's destroying every medal that this guy, you know, had on his on his DD-214. And, Rad, I'm telling you, man, this was the moment that I told you about when I felt that after Dr. Cobb testified, I said, uh, this is it. The You know, this guy's going to get away with this you know right um i had the same feeling right now of what was happening and you could have heard a pin drop in this courtroom and piatti was the only person talking and Lindsay was sitting at the defense table with his head down and uh yeah <laughs> like he, he he just knew it that
2: busted busted the judge the the judge was the judge is probably just sitting in awe
5: the jury i'm telling you rad if if their jaws were on the floor from hearing all this testimony of the fraudulent nature of every so all these medals that were just him creating them and then piati says that you know that Lindsay was an administrative sergeant and took care of the military records in these units that he was assigned to. And and then he kept on. He kept going. He also said, and I just want to you know, read it to you. He says that Lindsay did not receive training for, to be a Green Beret. He never received training to be a Ranger airborne that didn't receive oh. any training for any of those things. Brad, another thing, this guy got a, he got a soldier of the year award in the fifth army in 1972. And the guy who was second was a really qualified guy. And even in the newspaper, when they're talking about, they said, Lindsay handily, you know, beat this guy out for this award as soldier of the year because of his combat experience and medals. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy, the guy who lost out, you know, should have been soldier of the year. It's
2: second place. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. His career was halted by this guy, just like the whole town was halted by him coming in with his cocaine habit, you know, getting those 16-year-olds that you were talking about and 17-year-olds all hooked on the white lines that, you know, just ruin your life. Okay. And then all of a sudden he's ruining everyone's lives and he's just about ruined your life. Because the judge is coming at you and all of your FBI comrades are like, this dude's got a DD-214 like a Bible, bro. And you're like, oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. And so the jury is looking at crushing you like the day before. They're like, oh, the doctor spoke. And you're like, yeah, Yeah. the doctor spoke. Shit. I'm sorry to say it like that, but here (laughs) comes the warrant officer. And he's like, I've got this whole thing. Man. And the thing is, is this guy probably got away. Did he get buried? Yeah. Did he die? Yes. Is this dude dead? Is David is, yeah, dead? He died, is DJ died dead? DJ Bar dead? Yeah. Is he so did he get buried with the American flag?
5: No, I don't believe so. He was no honors. He's buried up in, in Whitehall. So I got his I got a picture of his gravesite.
2: He's just a yeah. farce. And so and so just a Remington raider, a marine with a typewriter in Vietnam, just taking all the people's stories well, and putting them into his own exactly. file. Exactly. He stole these stories. It's
5: and I'm not sure if I mentioned to you, the Navy Cross one was a very famous. It's actually a famous story. It was Hill 488. And the sergeant who won that was got a Congressional Medal of Honor. He got a CMH. In that same battle, they gave two Navy Crosses and 14 silver stars. Right. So Lindsay took that story, changed it to Hill 474 and put his own name in there unbelievable he's shocked right <laughs> the balls
0: uh
2: The balls on this guy, dude. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I'm seriously shocked because, like, I mean, I'm taking my glasses off. I'm so shocked right now, Charles, because, you know, like, he's playing. He he went in hard, dude. Like, there's a difference, okay? And I think I mentioned it earlier between going to the thrift store and putting on, you know, an old military jacket and and staying warm and walking around, maybe asking for some food. And then there's a guy that's wearing full battle rattle using stolen valor to get on base, OK, that guy is the David Lindsay J. This DJ guy is right. Well, he, he's that. Yeah, not all good yeah, people in the military. Man. That's exactly that right. And, that, right and that's Jeez. one of the reasons why
5: I, I wanted to tell the story to you, your listeners. This is more than a stolen valor story, Rad, because of what he did to this town and these young people. He ruined a lot of people for the rest of their life. A lot of those people went to jail for not long periods, but they all went to jail. And and that was the other thing. We offered this guy 15 years, and he was facing a lot more than that. He thought because he had already bullshitted everybody else, Rad, that he could do one more thing. He could do it one more time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when that jury heard from Thomas Piotti. yep. And they came back, they came back and found him guilty of all charges, 21 counts, they found him guilty and the judge sentenced him to 60 years
2: in jail and he deserved that. Wow, so it went from him trying to say that he was all these things, trying to own it, yep. post-traumatic stress, and then the jury's yes. like falling for that, because we the all doctor, are. because the, why would you not? It's so legit. It took that one guy over the Navy's. Yes, yes. The judge, the, judge. the doctor, <laughs> me. Yeah, you know. I'm just. I am telling you, man, and even me today in 2022. That's a huge story of yeah. just lying. That's worse than the emperor has no. no clothes on. Almost, they're just telling him he was wearing his clothes. He's this guy's just. I'm. I'm so upset about it because you know uh, my father was a Green Beret. And, uh, you know, I know how hard it is to even get in the military, let alone get to that level of the military. And this dude's just like a Navy cross, 475 yeah. Hill, yeah. stealing their thunder, stealing these people's yep. opportunity. I mean, I'm just I'm glad that you went. I'm glad you were the guy that got him and I get to talk to you about it. <laughs> you know, <this> crazy. <laughs>
5: so he gets 60 years. Yeah, he died about 10 years after that. I think he he died in the, around 2001. He had a perforated uh, colon and I'm not sure if that is a perforated colon from uh, cancer or if it's a perforated colon from somebody stabbing him or something, you know? So I don't know, but the, Oh, right. But, right, Red, right. One of the things I wanted to like, like, what? yeah, was uh, the fact that while this guy was a stolen valor guy, I also want to like raise up and shine on those soldiers who did what your dad did, who went through this training, who were Green Berets, who were Rangers, who were these these heroes and these proud people who, you know, I mean we just had to July 4th and you know, these people should be so proud of what they did. I don't want to highlight and, you know, publicize this guy's, you know, right. name kind of thing, but the fact that this happened and that this guy was had convinced people and in a, a a way that was sort of hard to prove you had to be on the inside to find this out and not just walk up to him and say hey you you didn't where where'd you earn that at you know and where'd you get that badge from or where'd you get the that bronze star from you know he could tell you where he got it oh i was on hill 474 or whatever
2: it was and you know and right that's all i want to to, to show to I, I Oh yeah. Check my packet. Yeah. Check my DD214. That's all he would say. He'd flex that. He'd just be like, "Oh, That's I don't right. have to answer your questions. Right. My military record speaks for itself." Then he doesn't have to get caught in his BS lies.
5: And he got all the way to the end of this trial. Dude, yeah. And he got like, to the last record. day like, of the trial just for his record. for his freedom. And he he ready right, right, had it. He almost had it. Yeah. You know. And Anyway, it was really a dramatic story for me and I felt like I was ten feet tall when I left that courtroom. The same with the assistant US attorney whose was a hit was put out on him. I mean, are you kidding me, man? This guy is, you know, he was a liar, a fraud, yeah, and and a manipulator. That's what this guy was. Thanks for letting me tell that story with you on your show, man. You're so cool, Rad. You're so laid back, man. And I enjoy your your talks with everybody who, who comes on
2: here. <laughs> That's really humbling from you. I appreciate that, my uh, government agent friend, uh, Charles. And I just want to say that, you know, you going through the FBI and you running through their basic trainings and you earning those certificates that you earned, you know, I'm sure that this case helped you maybe even climb the ladder a little bit, right? So what what happened after for you after this case? What, where did you go? Because now that you solve this situation, what happens next in the 80s? Yeah, I did. I, I actually uh,
5: had a great career, I, I think. I really enjoyed, I loved, I loved the FBI and, and all the things I had access to. I was a SWAT guy up in uh, Albany, New York, in the FBI also. I went to New York City. Afterwards, I was on. I worked the Lucchese squad, the Lucchese family on mafias, uh, the mafia organized crime. I worked Colombian cartels. I got promoted to a supervisor. I went to Miami. I was a a squad supervisor of about 15 agents down there, uh, a Colombian drug squad. I got promoted again after a few years. Uh, I was the assistant special agent. What year was that?
2: What year in Miami?
5: 97, 97 to 2001. Yep. Wow. And then I got, uh, pr- I got promoted there, it, to... It, yeah, so you're
2: just riding the whole Miami vice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was... I had Sorry, st- go ahead. <laughs> my, <Yeah. laughs> Brad, I, I tell
5: you stories about that. We said seizures, a couple of seizures, 5,000 kilos of cocaine. I mean, unbelievable drug bust uh, that, that I got to be party to. I was promoted to assistant special agent in charge in new orleans i was there from 2000, my first day there was 911 so that was not a great day from for being my first day there but oh. uh, from there i got uh, after about 4 or 5 years i got promoted to section chief which is like the ses senior executive service in the fbi and uh, so i was the oh. section chief of, of organized crime i oversaw all organized crime for the FBI for that period of time. And then my final, my final so cool. uh, promotion was I was special agent in charge of the Richmond, Virginia office. So I went from being the only guy, only agent in Albany, New York, I mean, in Albany, New York to Finally, at the end of my career, I was the number one guy in uh, Richmond, Virginia. I was the special agent in charge of the Richmond office. So, what a great career! I, the people who were in the FBI, uh, they're they're incredible yes. people, like like not unlike military people who are in these these special units and things like that. They're they're special people, and they should be held in that kind of
2: correct respect. You know you know and these special people these special people that you talk about when you don't see them on the job they're soccer dads and soccer moms and they're taking care yeah. of the scout troop that you might even realize and these people will go out and then become these special superheroes that are just right in your neighbor it's your neighbor okay so you know if only your neighbor, if your neighbor knows who you are, I mean, they would probably be like, Hey, what's going on, Charles? How you doing today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start it, coming outside. So, I mean, you know, I mean,
5: <laughs> it was uh, a great time and, and uh, it's true. And now I'm, I'm fully retired though. And now I'm, I'm fully retired and I'm living in Thailand. So it's like uh, uh, paradise. Sounds like you're ready to write a now. book
2: about this. It sounds like we need to get somebody listening to hit you up and say hey let's get this into a book you know it sounds like you need to put this on a book or in a movie i mean have you made one is there a book about this or are you open to that offer i'm definitely i'm looking
5: i've been writing and uh trying to do some things with that Uh, i have a a guy who's helping me write but you know there's so much information and so many things to cover that i didn't even cover here that I couldn't even I don't have the time to speak about all the things that occurred in this investigation and what transpired with it. So, correct. I would love to do uh, uh, some kind of, you know, that's why I'm, I'm also letting people know. I mean, I think that people who talk to me, they say, man, this is this would be a okay. great, you know, like a series or a movie or something like that. I go, yeah, I think so. I think so. But, you know, it's another thing to interest someone else. to that level kind of thing but you know that's why
2: i'm so happy that you let me tell this story because it's fascinating it is fascinating and i do have a deal if anyone's listening and wants to make this into a tv series i'll play charles i'll shave everything okay to make this happen and i'll play charles the young charles the shaved head we don't even know how tall anybody is i'll just shave everything listen It's got to be at least a six series, six TV. It's got to be a series, okay? It's not just a like a day part. It's got to be a series, (laughs) right? Right. (laughs) Right. 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 I'll commit. I will. I'll give you my everything.
5: (laughs) But anyway, it's so great. I enjoyed this a lot, Rad, and and really, man, I I think you're incredible. You 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 bring out the things from other people I've watched, and and uh, they enjoy speaking with you, and they enjoy telling their stories as well. And that's what really, you know, started me to give you a call or to to write to you and say, listen, I think I have a story that also would be good on your show because of hearing some of the folks that you had, they, they, like I said, they talked about their uh, silver star they got, or they got a a bronze star, whatever they got. They, none of them are like bragging about that. They're just saying, Oh yeah, I got that. You know? And like you talked
2: before, I did a fake. I I just enlisted. You know, I just served my country. It was just no big deal. I drive a truck (laughs) now. I'm the water guy. That's the thing. The guy walking into your business's door with the water on his shoulder, man, he's probably got a real DD-214 superhero style. So never judge a book by its cover. That's it. That's it. So, I mean, you know. Well, listen, I'm very honored to have had this conversation with you, and I would love to have you on the show again, and I hope positive fortunes come your way and your family's way in the whole nine yards. So I really want to say thank you. And, you know, again, if you're out there and you've got the means to give Charles the opportunity to write this book and bring it to us so we can go buy it at a local place or download it, help him out. Okay. And uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and say, do you have anything you want to say goodbye? You got anything la- last word? No, again, keep doing what you're doing, Rad. And, and these soldiers who have
5: stories, you know, get on this show and tell because there are a lot of people interested in what you did and uh, what you did for our country. And I'm one that, you know, loves to hear those stories. So, you know, I, I, appreciate everything that those soldiers do every day. And, and I understand what, what it takes to be one, you know what I mean? So again, love your show. And again, thanks so much for letting me do this.
2: Thank you. See you, man. You're very welcome. And with that, we're going to say thanks for tuning into soft rep radio. This is rad. Same peace.